0: Welcome to Home Design Chat with Nancy. We're all about your home, kitchens, vans, tile, appliances, and more. You name it, we chat about it. And now, on with the show. Today is June 26, 2020, and that's going to be a year that we'll never forget. Our guest is Vince Cavalli. He is the National Sales Manager with QDI Surfaces. Hey, Vince, thank you so much for stopping by.
1: My pleasure, Nancy. It's nice to be with you again today.
0: Hey, am I right? Are we ever going to forget this year, 2020?
1: It's been interesting, to say the least.
0: I know. Well, you are the expert with tile and pavers and slabs. We're going to talk about pavers today, Mm -hmm. and I know you have tons of information on that. So to start with, explain to everybody what is a paver?
1: Well, when people are referring to a paver, it really has to do with the thickness of the material. There's different types of pavers, and I, I think we were going to concentrate mostly on the porcelain pavers today. But there's, there's cement pavers, you have natural stone pavers, you have porcelain pavers, which are becoming very popular. Um, but uh, the real difference between a true paver and a tile is really just the thickness of the material. So that's, um, that's, that's all it is.
0: So that's not something that you can switch back and forth. I wouldn't put pavers in my house.
1: Well, you could do that. Most people wouldn't do that, but you could do that. And we've actually sold some applications where people have done exactly that. So a lot of times, uh, depending on the amount of height that someone needs uh, or they have for a tile, instead of building up the floor, sometimes it's easier for them just to use a thicker material. So that certainly is a possibility, although you don't normally see it.
0: Is a concrete paver, does it give you the feeling of, uh, say, farm kitchens or rustic kitchens? Would that be good there?
1: Um, it could be. Uh, there's a lot of different concrete pavers today. Um, we currently don't sell concrete pavers, although they're b- very prevalent in the in the market. Um, you, you typically will see a concrete paver in a driveway application or walkways, a lot of public uh facilities or parks that kind of will use a concrete paver because they're a lot thicker they're they're designed for that kind of thing um they have come up with some new designs recently with concrete pavers that make them a little more palatable um but overall the look and beauty of a concrete paver compared to say a natural stone or some of the porcelain pavers i i, I don't think is as good but that's just my personal opinion
0: so if you had porcelain pavers in your kitchen, would somebody be able to say, oh, that's a paver versus a
1: tile? Well, typically, because of the surface, uh, the feel of the paver, of a porcelain paver, is usually a little bit rougher. uh, And it is really more designed for outside. So, again, you wouldn't normally see a porcelain paver used indoors. Uh, Someone would use a tile. However, um, uh, the, the surface of the porcelain paver versus a porcelain tile, because we have some pavers and tiles that are from the same collection that look identical, but the surface is a little bit different. So oh. you can you can tell by actually looking at them up close, but feeling them, they'll have a different texture.
0: Is the maintenance the same?
1: It, pretty much. Um, of course, a paver outside, you're not going to clean how you would inside, you're usually using a just a dust mop and... Um, you know, maybe a a steam cleaner or a wet mop, uh, whereas paver outside, you're typically just going to hose it down. Um, So, you know, you're not going to bring a hose to the inside of your house, obviously. Well,
0: you never know. We have to clean our houses extra deep now yeah uh, so so give me a couple of other advantages of using pavers especially out say in the patio or by the pool
1: well again there's there's different types of pavers so it depends on a lot of it has to do with the durability and um, how they're set a lot of times on a new construction especially you don't have a concrete slab set in the backyard you know anyone who has a you've seen many new homes in the backyard stays bare forever because they haven't spent the money to put something there yet so one, ad, one advantage of a paver is it can be sand set, because it's, since it's a thicker material, when I say sand set, meaning that you don't need a concrete slab. Um, there's a process to sand setting, of course. Um, typically, they're using AB or some kind of base, a crushed granite, um, you know, mortar sand, or a quarter minus, and uh, it's compacted so that you have a solid base, and then they put the pavers on top of that. The good thing about that, too, is that they can adjust the height. So if you have a pool or something, you're trying to adjust the height, of a paver to match the height of a patio that has tile on it, that can be worked by just moving in more dirt or more base around there. So it's a little bit easier to work with.
0: So pavers being thicker, yes. would they easily chip or are they really durable?
1: Um, they're very durable for the most part. Any any kind of tile or paver can, can chip, of course, depending on, uh, what's being dropped on them or how they're being uh, used. Uh, a paver typically is going to be more durable than a tile because obviously just because it's a thicker material. Um, the, again, depending on the applications, because you, you have different thicknesses of material. A natural stone paver is generally about an inch and a quarter thick or three centimeter. Uh, a, a cement paper is generally two inches or two to two and a half inches as a general rule a porcelain paper is about three quarters of an inch thick and it has to do with the density of the material so you do have dis- different different thicknesses on different pavers depending on what you're using
0: okay so if you had a porcelain paver mm-hmm. three quarters thick yeah you had it sand set yes and some but he came and dropped something on it and it cracked. Would the average homeowner be able to replace it with a new one?
1: Yes, very easy fix. Because a porcelain paver, unlike natural stone pavers, you, you're you not going to butt joint them. They will have a grout joint in them. So it's very easy to dig out that one specific paver, if, especially if it's sand set, to just place a new paver in there. Then they'll just fill in the grout with a, a palmaric sand or a grout and it's ready to go. So that's actually a very easy fix. What's
0: um, palmaric sand?
1: Palmaric sand is a very fine sand that's a, kind of a finishing sand that you that a lot of contractors will use either um, with a porcelain paver or natural stone paver that kind of fills in all the gaps and tightens it up. It has a polymer in it uh, like a glue so when it gets wet it hardens like a grout and just keeps it nice and solid and keeps things from moving and shifting.
0: So Um, if you replace that one paver that the homeowner decided to do themselves, would they then uh, run the hose on it so that it's set? Well.
1: Yeah, well when they put polymeric sand and you just sweep it into the gaps You make sure it's off the surface, of course Otherwise, it'll stick to the surface when it gets wet and then when they lightly Sprinkle it with water it'll activate the polymers in it and again it'll harden par- fairly quickly But it, that's a very very easy fix to, to replace a paver any really any kind of paver in a sand set application Is very easy to do regardless of what it is.
0: Well, how is it how easy would it be for a homeowner to install a patio? with pavers themselves.
1: Well, it's not that things are difficult. Um it's just knowing, having the knowledge to do it and doing it correctly. It's like anything. I know how to lay a uh an interior floor, but I don't want to do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh you know, there's uh what what a professional could do in in say a couple days might take me a week so um so there there's there's certain knowledge uh, and things need to be done a certain way can can an average homeowner educate themselves in the proper way of installing and do it themselves sure uh but you'd have to have the right equipment and and knowledge to make sure things are done properly uh but there are many you know do-it-yourselfers out there uh you know lowe's Especially and home depot now. you know, yeah, absolutely just, they they build they built business on that so yeah. absolutely people could do it themselves but depending on the application um i may or may not recommend that to somebody it's 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 easier said than done it's it's a lot of work
0: yeah how many colors are there in um the selection of porcelain pavers porcelain I mean, pavers there are the sizes too
1: many many options uh personally we have 22 different collections and 39 different paver options. I mean, QDI, I know we have probably one of the largest selections in town, but um, there are many, many options out there for porcelain pavers. And sizes, uh, generally you'll see porcelain paver sizes a little bit different than natural stone or cement. They generally run a little bit larger, 24-inch or bigger, although we do have a couple porcelain pavers that are 8 by 16s. Uh, And you will see some other sizes out there, but generally the most common size in a porcelain paver is gonna be a 24 by 24. When I say 24, 24, I mean 24 inch. Um, And uh, we do have some larger format as well, 20 by 40, 24 by 36, 18 by 36, that kind of thing.
0: Uh, But there's a
1: lot of options.
0: That tells me that it'd be very difficult for the person who doesn't have experience to even try because being three quarters thick and that large, that must weigh a ton.
1: It does, it's a heavy piece of material for sure. Yeah.
0: Typically, how many people does it take to lay a tile that's, did you say it comes in 48 by 24?
1: We do have some 24-48s. Um, a lot of, even just using, you see a lot of contractors use a plunger type uh, tool on a 24 inch that they can actually plunge it and, and put it in place pretty easily. The larger format though is a little bit harder. It's usually a two man job. Um, the smaller ones, of course, are very easy to do, but a lot of times you'll see them if they're doing it by themselves. If they're, They can either do it manually or they use a, like a plunger application. It actually helps quite a bit. Huh. Mm-hmm.
0: So, so um, color-wise, let's say we've taken care of colors and size. So um, what about the maintenance of it? Is it easy to clean?
1: Well, if you're referring to porcelain pavers, yes. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. it's very easy to clean there. You know, porcelain paver, just like a tile, is gonna be impervious, so it's not going to absorb things. They're very hard to stain. They're they're extremely stain resistant. Um, really, maintenance is just hosing them down, just keeping the dirt off of them. From time to time, if you were to spill something on them that say was, you know, greasy like food or something, uh, you might use just a, some soap and water or um, uh, any kind of, cleaner that could be used for porcelain would be fine. It's really difficult to to harm porcelain. What
0: about wine?
1: Would that stain? If you could hose it off right away, it it would have to sit there for a very long time before it caused a stain. As I said, porcelain pavers, most of them are going to be impervious, so they're not going to absorb material. But over time, if you left something for a long period of time, especially baking in the sun, it it could leave a stain on the tile.
0: So obviously you don't have to seal it
1: you the do porcelain not porcelain, it's one of the advantages of porcelain pavers you really don't need to seal them um, they are very anti-slip they have a very slip resistant uh, surface some other advantages you know they're resistant to salts um, they are resistant to acid they're, they're frost proof so you know they're not going to be affected in freeze thaw like say some natural stone products might be or even cement for that matter uh, you know, extremely durable they're going to hold up to the weather um, easy to clean, easy to install, easy to replace. You know they're they're pretty consistent in appearance too. So uh, people who uh, are looking for a, a very consistent look and know what they want to get, um, especially like a very contemporary home, they want to say a cement kind of look, a, a typical gray color. They they can get a very consistent gray look to go with that contemporary looking home. So. There's some advantages there to the look and design of using porcelain pavers. That's usually what people use them.
0: Would they be affected by, say, a dog or a cat doing their thing on the tile outside?
1: You know, that's actually a good question. Um, I come I, up
0: with those every once in a while. Yeah, I,
1: I don't. I Because porcelain pavers, again, are impervious because it is a porcelain, I don't see acid or, or urine Affecting them too much, really, at least affecting the surface. Now, I wouldn't leave it there long term, but even if, if an animal was, you know, relieving themselves on a regular basis, as long as it was hosed down pretty regularly, I don't see that being a problem.
0: Yeah. Um, I was talking about people installing the product themselves, but we neglected to say that you actually are not open to the public
1: right? QDI services sells directly to the trade. Um, we do we do sell to contractors, although we do have a lot of people from the public who visit us uh, because contractors send them in because we have a beautiful yeah. showroom and paver yard, and they want to come out and actually put their eyes on the material. Um, it's nice to look at, say, 50 square feet of material on the ground instead of two pieces in your hand. It's, you, it's hard to visualize what something might look like. So we do have retail customers that will come here to pick out their material, but we don't sell to the public.
0: Right, so let that be known. Uh, yes, they could probably be best to make an appointment, possibly, and then they can walk in. And you've got one of the best patios uh, around.
1: We have a phenomenal paver yard, very very nice. Both the natural I mean, stone and porcelain. Everything
0: is set. It's not just piled up in yes. you know, tiles.
1: No, it is. It's very, very well done. And people love it. I mean, people come here and they they just love it because it allows them to visualize what they're looking for. And as I said, contractors send their people here all the time for that very reason. So it's nice. I'm glad we did that.
0: Also good for a party.
1: Absolutely. I know you've been to a few. I've had a few there. (laughs) Yeah, we have some good parties here for sure.
0: So what do you think about people who uh, they have the grass growing around each tile? So how do they do that? Do they well, say, okay, we're going to let two inches space and then put some grass
1: seed in there? Yeah, pretty much. So you can leave uh, – a lot of times people are do uh, turf as well. And even in our paver yard, we put turf in between the pavers to separate them. Uh, so now nat- you can do a artificial turf, which is a great look. Uh, but you can also do uh, natural grass as well. You would just, yeah, leave the, the dirt space in between the pavers that are laid Open and, and just throw grass seed in there or lay sod and uh, it works very nice. Actually, it's a very nice look.
0: Yeah, the problem is you have to mow it.
1: You do. Yep.
0: Or take a scissor. Oh, I like the um, the turf. The, what is it called? Just the, um, the
1: artificial turf.
0: Artificial turf. That it's it's
1: it's very popular today. In a, and in a paver application, it's kind of nice because, as you said, it, there's really no maintenance involved there. So from that standpoint, you pretty much set it. You know, set it and forget it. Uh, other than hosing down the pavers, just keeping them clean, but from the maintenance of the grass, you don't have to do that. In that, in those instances, I really like the artificial turf. Uh, in other instances, if you just want a nice lawn, I understand if you have animals or whatnot, uh, natural grass might be better, but in between the pavers, the, the turf works real nice.
0: How are you gonna train the dog to go on that natural grass that's two inches wide? No, that won't
1: work. <laughs>
0: But Now we have a beautiful patio, it's got gorgeous uh, pavers on it, and so what do you need to make it perfect? A fan. And right now we're experiencing, today I know, 111 degrees in Phoenix, Arizona, which is not fun right now. And so most of us have uh, patio fans. Right now Premier Lighting is having their I don't know, I guess they're special for the summer because they know people really need these fans. And so they're having a great sale. Uh, you should go on shoppremiere.com. You can shop online if you don't live in the Scottsdale area. And you can call them at 623-907-2669. They have a huge selection of fans. They're having a great sale. It's I think it's over to, at the end of June, but they might extend it to July. So don't miss out on these. Um, so back to Vince Mm -hmm. so Vince um, I'm sure you have some fans too this is the only way we live in this uh, state at this time of the year
1: every room
0: (laughs) yes every room and outside too so let's talk a little bit about because we've kind of exhausted the paver uh, topic I want to talk about some of those indoor tiles that you have that are like 48 by 48. Do you have anything bigger? They're
1: all porcelain. They're gorgeous. Uh, actually, we do. We have a large format tile that are that are four foot by eight foot, which we refer to as slab, but really they are tile. Um, uh, they're they're three eighths inch thick, like a normal porcelain tile, and can be used in any application. They can be used for countertops, for floors, for walls, showers. Um, you name I don't
0: it. Think- I don't suggest that for the do-it-yourselfer.
1: No, that one, uh, no. Uh, you really got to know what you're doing on that one and have the right equipment to be able to install it. Uh, once you get that in place, it's not moving, so that's this a little more advantage
0: difficult. What's the of using 48 by 8 foot? I would think if your floor was a little off... On
1: you know it being level, you got a problem. Uh, On a floor like that, as you said, you really have to have a professional do it. I I can show you some project photos and things. It's just amazing looking. I mean, it's it's just gorgeous. But it's a very rich look. You don't see that kind of large format in just any home. Um, So and I've even seen it in commercial applications. Uh, In fact. The Scottsdale Theatre here and the the Harkins Theatre at the Scottsdale Mall has large format tile like that on their walls uh, in that particular theatre and it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful
0: Hmm. but go ahead ahead. i was going to say using it on a shower wall would be fantastic because you don't have the grout lines even though i do like the look of tile but i'm sure there's a lot of advantages to
1: this there is and and it's funny you bring that up because i'm actually doing that to my own home right now adding a a large extent um, addition and we are putting the slab on the wall in there too and, and that's one of the things I like about it. Is it's, it's a solid piece. There are no grout lines. It's just it's a very nice, rich look, and uh, it, it just looks beautiful. I mean, we have uh, some white onyx-looking slabs that are they're just gorgeous. If you didn't know any different you wouldn't know that it's natural stone. I mean, it's absolutely beautiful. I know. Uh, so the I've look is just over incredible. I've gone to touch
0: it just to make sure that it's porcelain because you can't really tell.
1: Well, you know, I'm a stone guy. I've been in this industry about a dozen years, and uh, I, when we first got him, in, I literally did have to go touch it. I, I thought it was onyx. I mean, I couldn't believe how good it looked. So uh, some of the stuff and the technology they're using now in the imaging is just amazing.
0: I would imagine they're not doing ceramic tile in those large formats, are they?
1: Um, I I haven't really seen ceramic tile so much, usually porcelain. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I'm sure it does. We do sell some ceramics, but they are on the smaller side, typically. Um, There there may be some out there. Uh, We don't... Let's say
0: the difference between the ceramic and the porcelain, might as well explain it.
1: Well the biggest difference really is the quality of the material and the raw materials. Ceramic is not going to be impervious. They're usually... In other words, they're going to absorb water at a greater rate than a true porcelain um the cost ceramics usually be a little little less expensive but the clay used in a ceramic is not going to be a a higher the higher caliber as a porcelain would be and it's baked at a lower temperature usually so the durability of a ceramic product typically isn't as high as a porcelain that doesn't mean that it can't be used and is perfectly fine in most commercial or uh residential applications Mm -hmm. but uh you're not going to use a ceramic typically unless it's a wall tile in a commercial application, uh, you, they're usually not going to have the pay rating, uh, the durability of uh, a porcelain tile. But there are a lot of ceramic tiles that are used as wall tiles, in fact we have quite a few ourselves, for backsplashes and, and things like that, accent walls, That they're perfectly fine.
0: Yeah, the one thing you mentioned is that the large format ceramic tiles can be used as countertops. Boy, I would think that'd be very difficult to work with. But there again, they're as big as granite slabs, right?
1: Correct. Um, and the, actually, I've seen I've seen them done on barbecue tops and even tables that look fantastic. In a typical kitchen application, the biggest challenge with using a thinner porcelain slab or large format tile is the edge treatment. You're not going to be able to do a, a larger bull-nosed edge treatment in a porcelain, so you'd have to. Combine it with a natural stone or some other edge treatment to make it look nice. Could you
0: possibly do a forty-five cut on the drop and then uh, match it so that you've got a um, like a ninety-degree drop down and it's got a beveled cut?
1: You could. You could. uh, A good fabricator can do some of those things. And another thing that I've seen done is a lot of the trim pieces, like a Profilitec or what most people would know as a Schluter type product. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, in the industry I've seen those done again on um, on tables we've had them made ourselves and also on barbecue tops with that nice clean contemporary look and it looks fantastic you're usually not going to see that so much in a kitchen application but other application it works really really well
0: right well the application for an undermount sink I don't think
1: would work well here you well uh, you you mean we're using a porcelain slab yeah it would probably have to be reinforced uh, the but because, then
0: your edge would be raw. you'd have to figure out how to fix that edge. yeah it's only three-eighths
1: it of cut. an inch so again if it was reinforced around where the bowl was hanging I think it would be fine but I haven't actually seen that done because uh, we haven't had those materials that long but I'm not it, it's certainly possible
0: okay so I would say if somebody asked me I would say stick to maybe a nice table Put it on the walls, but definitely put it on the floor, these large format tiles.
1: They look amazing on the floor. Uh, Just, again, that's not a one-man job. (laughs) You you definitely have to have the equipment and people to do it. But, yes, it looks incredible. I
0: would would say maybe four people to lift that huge tile and set it in place. And then once they put it on the floor, on the mortar, what do they have to wiggle it around so that it's –
1: it, it, it's right. not going to move much, so one, that's why you really need the equipment it has to be placed properly at the very beginning because you're talking about 32 square feet of uh, a material that's back buttered and has material on the floor. And once the cement hits, it's not it's not going anywhere. So you have very very little movement at all. It, it has to be done right. Uh, but I, again, I've seen some of those applications and it's incredible.
0: Well, it's beautiful because you're not seeing a lot of the. Uh, grout joints so it's more smooth looking more contemporary yeah and if you have but I wouldn't suggest putting a large format in a tiny bathroom you need the space
1: you you would yes yeah you definitely need a larger wall to do for sure
0: oh I had fun I learned something every time I talk to you I think well that's good
1: that's the whole idea
0: yeah it is (laughs) and hopefully everybody listening to this podcast has learned about the tile I do want to say that your showroom showing the tiles in addition to the outside pavers is amazing
1: well i'm glad you like it yeah we've take a lot of pride in it it's it's come a long way
0: oh it has you've got a large selection every time i go in there i find stuff that uh, that's new that i haven't seen before so thank yeah. you for that
1: changing all the time for sure
0: <laughs> yes and thank you so much for uh, talking with me today i enjoyed it and we'll probably do it again
1: my pleasure nancy always a pleasure you have a great evening
0: you too and hope everybody enjoyed today's show be sure to subscribe rate and comment on the platform you're using to listen to these podcasts and don't forget to share them with your friends so if you have any questions for vince or for myself you can email me at nancy at nancyhugo.com. stay safe out there and have a great day